0: There'll be a short synopsis in English, and also there'll be a link there to become a monthly supporter to make this show possible. Um, please tap the link in that description or visit anchor.fm slash to become a monthly supporter. Thank you very much for listening, and I hope you enjoy. Short synopsis of the previous episode on Mentez Zion, page 16. And you can also see in the description to that episode a short synopsis in English. We spoke about uh, the new mimer, starting a new mimer. Shuvay Yisrael, return Israel unto, or until Hashem your God. Why does it say until and not to Hashem your God? Why does it say also because you have stumbled upon your sins, therefore you should, do, you should repent, return unto Hashem. Obviously, all repentance is because you've stumbled on sin. Why does it have to give that reasoning here It's a state the obvious? So we said, in order to understand that, we have to, just, we have to preface the idea we said before, that the true idea of unification of face-to-face, which happens on Rosh Hashanah, it's is specifically uh, through the, the unification of the waking up, the inner essence of the soul of the Jew, which reaches and touches the inner essence of Hashem. And the main idea when that happens, we said, is uh, when the blowing of the Shafer on Rosh Hashanah, as it's known that... And the night of Rosh Hashanah, the, the godly energy, which was which was enlivening the worlds the previous year, is removed and, and returns back to its source. And through the building of the shaykh, you draw down a new, a higher level energy for the for the new year. And that is going to be this idea of drawing down the inner essence of Hashem, um, because of the awakening of the inner essence of the Jew, which we don't explain yet. Now we say that this idea of the uh, the removal of the energy for the of uh, the energy of the worlds on the night of Rosh Hashanah is hinted to in the verse, which it says. The land, the land which Hashem washes over from the beginning of the year. And the word from the beginning, Meyudatius, is written without an Aleph. The Aleph signifies the divine energy which enlivens all of the creation. As we know, the word Adam is made up of Aleph, Dam, Aleph, and then blood, meaning there's the blood within the blood, which is just physical, doesn't have the ability to give life to a person Is the Aleph, which is the energy of the soul. So, so too, the Aleph of all of creation is the godly energy which enlivens and clothes within all the worlds and gives him life and on the night of, and the Meydatius, in the beginning of the year, in um, the night of Rosh Hashanah, that, that word is written without an Aleph to signify that the energy of the worlds from that previous year is removed and goes back to its source and a new level of energy is drawn down for the next year. Another explanation of, we said, why Meydatius from the beginning of the year, which refers to Rosh Hashanah, is written without an Aleph. And then we go on to a long explanation that uh, it's explained in the Siddur about the about the inner intentions of the blowing of the Shoei Rosh Hashanah. that Aleph refers to the intermediary between which connects the simple voice, the simple um, voice that comes from the breath of the heart with the specific letters of speech. So too the Aleph refers to a level of godliness which is the intermediary which connects the simplicity of the infinite light of Hashem with the divine speech which is Malchus in order that there should be a revelation of divine energy, of godly energy within the limited creations. He said that, the just like by example, way of analogy, in the speech of a person, the speech, the power of speech within our soul is an unlimited power. You could can, can speak forever, you have the potential, the ability to speak forever, without and without any changes, and even how the speech is expressed late, later into actual letters, that even has the ability to go on forever and without change. Uh, and the fact that we see that a person does change, his voice changes when he gets older, that's not because the, the potential, the power of speech within the soul changes. That always stays in infinite without any end. It's just because the body is getting older and is not a proper vessel to express the infinite power and it stops it and prevents it from being the same intensity, the same strength as it always was. And we're starting now at the top page. And five lines from the top. Even though that the voice is made up of, is made up of the spiritual elements of fire, wind, and water. As it's known that all of existence is made up of the four elements, the physical elements of water, water wind, fire, and earth. And there's also parallel to that, uh, spiritual elements which all the spiritual beings are made up of. So the voice. Is made up of these three, three spiritual elements of fire, wind, and water, which is seemingly t- we said before that the that Atzmus the essence of the idea of the power of voice, is something unlimited, which and has no change. But we know that anything that is made up of something else has to is affected by that thing, is affected by what that which it's made up of, and and it must have change. We spoke we spoke about before of the Rotzing. The power of will, if we're talking about the level of Ratzin which is already made up as a subject to its desire, it's made up of something, it's made up of also intellect, based on the intellect, therefore you desire whatever you're thinking about and you're contemplating. So anything that is made up of something also changes according to that which the subject which it's made up of. So seemingly, if the voice is made up of, uh, it's composed of these spiritual elements of fire, wind, and water, it seems to be not be. This seems to contradict its unlimited st- status, and it actually, it seems like, it seems to be that it must have a change in it because it's made up of something else, which would affect it. Um, nevertheless, this idea that it's made up of something it's in a very simple way, meaning that the these elements which is the voice is made up of are not yet defined, and that they don't have their own seer and gedder, their own definition, their own limitations. And therefore, even though the voice is made up of these three different elements, it's not really in a way which would cause the voice to have change and to be limited. The voice does not have any um, differentiation in it and any change in and of itself. So even though that the voice is made up of these different elements, which would seem to obligate the idea of change and the voice being affected and not being unlimited, being that now, nevertheless, being that the voice is the way that it's made up of these elements is in a very simple way, in a very unlimited way, meaning it's a way where it's stripped of all. The word "simple" in Hebrew also means that it's stripped. It's stripped of all limitation and all specific form. Therefore, it doesn't really affect the limited, limited nature of the voice. Now we go into the parentheses, which gets a little bit deep and um, uh, a little bit unclear, but we'll try our best here. That which is explained in another place of the family discovery said. He said, "Echad migimel b'chines, eish shabukel." See, sometimes there is one of these spiritual elements of of fire, wind, and water um, becomes stronger within the voice. There is one of them takes over. So sometimes it explains that the, um, that seemingly these three spiritual elements of the voice is made up of. There is an overcoming strength to one of these elements within the voice, which would seem to say a little bit what we well, not what we were saying before, that the way that these elements are in are in the voice is in a way a simple way where they don't yet have their specific form yet. But see at some places it says that there is a one time sometimes one of the elements will will become very strong within the voice. So that seems to be taking on already a certain form. <inaudible> You say the age. Sometimes the the voice will be have will be more taken over by the water element or the fire element. Like the idea of the fire element taking over the voice when the it says in the verse that a person's uh, his voice became dry. It was so the voice was so taken over by the fire element, which we know that fire dries out everything. Therefore, the voice sometimes becomes very dry. But this fire wind and this fire water and wind, and within the voice, this only exists when we speak about in the spiritual sense of the voice we spoke about before that Hashem's voice is referring to the level of Malchus. That's only relating to the Kalim of the Sphere of Malchus, to the external vessels which limit the power with, of, Hashem's, uh, of Hashem's powers of Malchus. Avala koila ruchni ha teishmayim ruach ruchni sheboi but the spiritual voice, that which it's made up of the fire, wind, and water, these spiritual elements within it, to that therefore, since the spiritual voice is made up of these different elements, therefore, there is differences in general within people's voices. Somebody has a more deeper voice, or more refined voice, a higher voice. It still is that when you're speaking about the spiritual power, the koyach of a ko- the spiritual power that the soul has to speak and to to let out a voice. This spiritual power is made up of these spiritual elements in a very simple way, not in a defined way yet. And therefore, the spiritual power of voice has no change and it could last forever if it wasn't for the body, which would which limits it. Like you said, when a person gets older. So, and and above in spiritual terms. This refers to the, the the godly energy within the vessels of the of the divine spheres, the emanations of a That even the 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 light of a which enclosed within the vessels of this of the spheres, they have this. The lights also have this harkava. They're made up of something of these sort of say different elements. But the fact that the the light has some has is composed of different elements, this, this divine light is in a very simple way, undefined way. And even according to the opinion that says within the divine energy, the lights of Hashem, there are these ten different elements within it, the ten different spheres. Nevertheless, the way that these ten spheres are included, are within Hashem's divine energy, is in a very simple way, undefined way. And that's why they're called in the Sefer the ten Seferis, which are blima, without any mahus, without any specific being yet, they don't have their own existence yet. They're very simple, very undefined. that other So we said in the parentheses. Sometimes it seems to say that there is a overcoming power of one of the spiritual elements within the voice, and therefore making the voice changing the voice. And that's why a person sometimes voice gets his voice gets dried out because that's the overcoming power of the element of fire within the voice drying out the voice but this spiritual these uh, fire wind water within the voice is really not within the spiritual power of voice which is unlimited and unaffected by these elements cuz their way that the elements are included within that spiritual power of voice is in a simple way undefined way and that's only with how they are in the kalim the kalim is the more the the vessels of the divine energy, and the divine energy of Hashem is still, un, is still totally undefined, and Pashut simple, and even how you say that there are, sometimes we say that there are the tens, these ten different powers made up within, already within the divine energy, the simple divine energy, but the way that it, they are included, absor- absorbed, and subsumed within divine energy, energy, they're still very simple, undefined. So that was a deep parenthesis, and now we'll go back. Um, so we're saying that even though that the voice is made up of these different spiritual elements of fire, wind, and water, nevertheless, the way that these elements are, are are within the voice in a very simple, undefined way, and there is no differentiation within the voice, and there is no change within the spiritual power of voice to be unlimited. After the parentheses now, The only thing is that we were saying before, that the the Aleph, we said that the Aleph is the mamutza is the intermediary which connects and draws down from the simple voice into the specific defined letters of speech. So to above, the letter Aleph is a level of godliness which connects the simplicity of the infinite light of Hashem with Malchus, the divine speech of Hashem. So the letter Aleph of, of our speech is this letter which connects the simple voice, which is very simple, not yet defined, the simple voice is not defined in specific letters. The Aleph is what causes and stops this simple voice and and allows it to be now be drawn down into limited expressions of speech and letters. Because like I said, the voice is a spiritual power within the soul which is unlimited. You can speak forever. There is no end and there is no stop to the breath which comes out from the heart. By way of the trachea, that's the where the voice comes through. So there is no end to that power. You could speak forever. And then this voice, this simple breath which you have, which creates the voice, is, is unlimited. <speaking in Spanish> and therefore, since this 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 power is limited, the power of voice is limited. Therefore, there is no difference and there is no differentiation and change within this simple breath, from the beginning of the breath to the end. From the beginning of the voice to the end, it's all the same. From how it stems from your heart and how it ends up being expressed in the voice, <laughs> it's all one duration, one connected, one connection. There's no stopping between how the voice starts from the heart and how it ends up being expressed in the in the in the actual through the trachea in the actual voice. Um, <laughs> but in the, as opposed to the simple voice. The letters of speech they are uh, they have ischalkos differentiation and they have change in and of themselves. This is how they are the voice, the simple voice has no change in and of itself it it is totally unlimited, and only the body is what limits it sometimes when a person gets old, or the spiritual elements sometimes create a different a little bit difference in it but the 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 power of voice the spiritual power of voice. In and of itself, has no change, but the spirit, the letters of speech, they in in and of themselves, by their very essence and their being, they are differentiated, and they have change. <speaking in Hebrew> Even though we said that a person could speak, he has a spiritual power of speech and within his soul, which has the ability to speak without end. <speaking in Hebrew> but the letters, in their very essence, are in a way of Differentiation. The different, there's different letters, different expressions of these letters, and there's changes. <laughs> each there's no letter which is similar to the other to another letter. <laughs> therefore, when a person speaks, in order to be coherent in your speech, you have to you have to stop between each letter to really enunciate the letters properly, because each letter is totally different in its very essence, and therefore you have to enunciate that and pronounce that. So the conclusion is uh, that the letters in their very essence are limited and they have a limitation and a measure to them which is opposed, as opposed to the voice, which is an unlimited power. It could go on forever. And now I understand this whole idea of the voice and the letters how they exist in godliness. That the idea of the spiritual voice of Hashem is a the power, the the unlimited power of God's energy, <coughs> which extends without end and without limitation. It's just the unlimited light and the unlimited power of Hashem. in the Sefer, the Kabbalah Sefer, he writes, that the, the voice of Hashem is always within the secret of Za, of the Zeir of the Midas, of the spiritual emotive attributes of the world of Atsilas. So he's relating now the coil, the voice of Hashem, to the midais of Atsilas. And it's known that, uh, it explained in other places in Hasidus and in Kabbalah, that za, that the midais of Atsilas, the emotive attributes of Atsilas, the highest world, are still within the world of the, uh, the unlimited energy of Hashem. So, therefore, we have a proof the koil, the voice of Hashem, refers to the simple, unlimited power of Hashem. Like it says in the Sifrei Kabbalah, that koil always relates to the mides, the the mides of Atzilas, which the mides of Atzilus are still within the the world of the the unlimited world. They are still an unlimited expression of godliness. Whereas when you go below the mides, when you get to the malchus of Atzilus, that's already a limited expression of Hashem's energy. Another proof that Za, the the midas of Atzilis, which relates to the voice of Hashem, are unlimited, is because we know that za, the root, the source and root of za, in the higher worlds, is in the world, is in the level of Atik, like it says in the Zayar that the za is Ba'atik At- Za is totally unified and dependent on Atik, which is Atik is the inner level of the world of the level of Kesser, the penimia se which Kesser we all we know, is just like Kesser means a crown just like a crown encompasses the head of the person, so too Kesser is a level of godliness, which is above even the meich in the head, above even the bin b'nodas of atzilas. It's an unlimited level which totally transcends even the intellectual levels of atzilas. So the root, the source of za' is within that unlimited level of keser. So this, if so, this, we can prove from here that the voice of Hashem, which relates to the midas of atzilas, are totally unlimited. And that's why, from the voice of Hashem, just like our voice, is totally unlimited and a simple power which can go on forever. The voice of Hashem refers to the unlimited light of Hashem. And therefore, from that unlimited energy, the worlds, the, the limited worlds would never be able to be created from this level. Because then everything that would be created from that unlimited energy would also be unlimited. Only from the supernal speech of Hashem, which is the level of Malchus of Atzilas, can, can there be the creation of a limited world? As it's known that the speech of Hashem always refers to the level of Malchus of Atzilas, the lowest sphere of the world of Atzilas. How do we have a proof that speech is related to Malchus? It says in the verse, that whatever the king says is what rules. Just like the analogy of a king over his nation, that when the speech of the shem the the, the speech of the king of, or the command of the king reaches the nation, they totally follow his rule they turn and they follow to his to his to what he whatever the king wants we see that the the speech the command of the king is really the essence is the king the king is who is the ruler of the nation how does he rule through his speech and this is what it means that the speech of the king rules, that the king and his speech, his command, is all one thing. So the speech is the limited power of God, which is the malchus of Atzilus, the the level of kingship of the world of Atzilus, and that is what limits this, this unlimited energy. It defines the unlimited energy, just like the speech, the letters of speech define the simple voice, and they allow for the creation of the limited worlds the speech comes in a way of, of differentiation um, like we said before the that each letter is totally different from the the next letter and so too uh, above in godliness the speech is the divine is the divine energy of Hashem, how it's already been contracted and comes into different forms and different expressions and is limited in different ways so how does this divine speech? We take on these different expressions, it's through the gvuris and through the the contractions of the divine energy, lahaster, lahalima'ir, to cover over and to conceal the the, the the unlimited energy of Hashem, that there should not be seen, there not should, be, should not be revealed the infinite, the infinite energy of Hashem, rather that there should just be limited expressions of the of the letters, of, so to say, of, of Hashem's speech, limited expressions of the divine energy of Hashem to create limited worlds. And that's what it explains in the works of Kabbalah that the main building of, so to say, which is the creation of the the last sphere of malchus, of kingship, is made up of gvudis, of the idea of gvuda and simtsum, contractions. That through the contractions and the limitations, of the divine energy, that's how through that is built the level of malchus, which is the how the divine energy of Hashem is expressed in limited ways, like the limited letters of speech. If there would be a revelation of Hashem's energy in an unlimited way, it would be impossible to be the level of malchus, meaning to be the supernal speech, which means the different expressions, different expressions, Contracted expressions of Hashem's divine energy. The only through the contractions and limitations can there be created the level of malchus. This um, limited expressions of Hashem's energy. So, and this is now you see this idea that malchus is made up of gvuda, of tzimtzum, of contraction in a verse in Tehillim. It says, "The glory of your kingship." They speak about and your and your might and your might they talk about. So what does that mean in a deeper way? In order that there should be the speech of Malchus, like it says, it relates the idea of Malchus to speech. How could there be that? That's only through your might, which is symptom through the contractions of the divine energy. That's through the, the as explained in Kabbalah, the five um, gvudes, the five severities of the limitations of the menatspach of zoh which zoh we said it re- relates to the midis of Atilus, which relates to the voice of hashem and how does that li- that unlimited simple voice become expressed in specific ways through letters is through the five severities limitations of of uh, of malchus which that's expressed in the letters the minatspach, which is the five final letters, the letters of the Hebrew alphabet, which which can come at the end of, of a word, which that signifies the idea of limiting the word. That's when the word ends, at those letters, whether it be a, a, a final mem, a final nun, a final tzadik, a final Pei, a final chav. So the, the unlimited voice of Zah, of Hashem, the unlimited energy of Hashem is is expressed and limited through the five severities, the contractions of the divine energy through Malch uh, through um Gvuda and Lahalim to conceal and to hide the divine energy is in order that there should be able to be the differentiation of the different expressions of the limited divine energy of Hashem's speech. V'hinei, Yesh there's another expression of this idea of the five severities. And there are the five severities, the contractions of the level of ima, of the mother, which is referring to the to bina of Atzilus, which is instead of referring to the malchus of Atzilis. Which these five five severities of the level of bina, understanding of Atzilis, they are what draw down the divine energy, the revelation of the infinite light of Hashem within the malchus of Attilus, the lower sphere of Atzilus. Li eis gili alikus this should be the revelation of godliness in the worlds meaning in order that the world shouldn't be have a total feeling of total separation from their source from godliness the five severities within the higher level within the higher level of Bina Vatilas allow that there should be somewhat of a revelation of godliness within within Malchus that the worlds that are created from Malchus shouldn't feel themselves totally separate they should feel somewhat of a revelation of godliness in order that the, that the feeling of separateness that all the creations have should become nullified should be able to be nullified back to its source and godliness. Like it's written, and the hosts of heaven, all the heavenly angels, bow down to you, they nullify themselves to you, because they feel, they feel the godliness which enlivens them every moment, and therefore they nullify themselves to that. And now we're going to the page, even within that, there's different types of differentiation. Of the divine energy, this higher level, the higher level of the severities of the contractions within the level of Malch of uh, Bina Vatilus. As it's known that different angels within the different angels are uh, different are connected to different Midas, different attributes of Atilus. The uh, Michol, the angels of Michol, relate to the love love of Hashem, and the angels and Gavriel relate to the severity to fear of Hashem. And even within the angels that relate to the love of Hashem Chesed, there's different there's a lot of different different levels. Each each different level of angels is totally separate from the other angels. there's the as it's known, there's the different inclusions of one sphere within the other. Chesed, how it's within Chesed. Chesed, how it's within Gvura. Chesed, how it's within Tiferes, and each one of those different combinations of the spheres creates a different type of angel. And therefore, uh, this drawing down uh, from the Bina of Etzillas, um, into Malchus, in order that there should be a, the ability from the, for the separate existence of the world to become nullified to its source in godliness, even though that obviously this is an expression of kindness, a revelation of godliness, to bring the revelation within the world. Nevertheless, it has to come through the five severities of Bina of Atilas, of the higher level of Atilas. Because within this nullification, which results from the revelation of godliness, there are still different levels, different differentiations of levels of the angels. And any type of differentiation, specific different levels, comes from the contraction of the divine energy to be able to express itself in specific limited ways just like by any way of an analogy, an analogy for this idea of the five severities which which allow for the, the the unlimited divine energy to become into specific expressions, to become contracted and able to express itself in limited specific ways. that an analogy for that are the five fingers, five severities, five fingers of the hand. The hand has a unlimited power to do whatever, and that unlimited power becomes limited and expressed in five specific ways through the five fingers, and the five fingers are what allow the person to express that unlimited energy of the hand in a specific way, to allow him to use his fingers to separate something, to separate different things. If he wouldn't have those fingers, he wouldn't have that ability to separate. So to the five severities, even of the higher level of Bina of Atsilas, Allow for the divine, the unlimited divine energy become expressed in limited, specific, different ways. We'll stop at the top. Page Yud Ches, five lines from the top of the end. Ella. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the new podcast, Chesedis. This is Levi Gelb. And if anyone has any questions or any thoughts or feedback, please feel free to email me at rabbi gelb at gmail.com. Also, please check out my website, chesedisonline.org, and sign up for our weekly email to receive a Maimur mavur explanation on a Maimur from Teutair Lukut almost every week. And there you'll also find a, an archive for all our other or older Maimurim that we've already explained on the weekly Parsha on the Yam Teutair. And also, you'll notice in the description for this week's episode and for every week's episode a little link to become a monthly supporter, a partner in this uh, for this podcast. Please consider doing that. It will help greatly to m- allow the episodes to continue and to make them better. And you can also dedicate an episode in honor of memory of something or of a simcha. And to do that, please email email me at Rabbi Gelb at gmail and we can mention that at the beginning and at the end of every of that episode thank you very much